through the middle of Yudalid. And today's year and the learning for the rest of the month of Nisan has been generously sponsored by close friends of the Daf. Second yard site is coming up in Chavzai Nisan. The learning of the entire Chabura, which Baruch Hashem keeps in growing by leaps and bounds, should bring Chaim Mordechai ben Avtali Tzvi to a higher, higher place in Ganedim Shalmailah. And we pick it up from Sif Yud Beis, a bit of an apology for the uh, video quality over here and the audio quality. We're a bit in translate. Hopefully, the next year should be back normal. So we begin in Sif Yud Beis, in which the Bechabra teaches us the minion chute titis, that the number of the strands, the whole kanaf in every corner, is Arabak Fulin Shein Shemaina. It's four strings that when doubled over, you have eight. Vei Mahisif. Puzzle and says the Mechaber, if you add on any strings, it's going to be puzzle. What do you do? You cut the ends of the four, and you stick it into the corner, and then you double it over. And then you end up with eight. So you cut four strings, you take those four strings, you put it in the corner, you double them over, and now you're going to effectively have eight strings. And said the Machaber, so your four strings which cut equal, excuse me, four strings which doubled over equals eight. And if you have more than that, the Machaber Torah is possible. Says the Mishtabru over here, Sivkatan, Nunchas, Arbaq, Fulin, four times. Darmina Begamara, Gadil, Shnain. The Gemara says the word Gadil teaches us too. Gedilim, the word Gedilim in the plural is Arbaq's four. Pirish, what does this mean? If the Torah would have just said Gadil, have a that would have taught me that you only need two strings. The in gedil pachs mishtayim, because the minimum of any plural is two. So gedil is no less than two. Hashda dechsev gedilim. But now the Torah says gedilim in the plural. Arpa mashma has two of two, which is four. With man shayet chelas and the time when they had chelas, aisim shnayim it's chelas shnayim ilavan. Then you would have two of chelas and two of lavan. But nowadays we do not have tchilas. Have a love and milk come tchilas. We have white in place of blue. Voice in Arba, Ruki Mishal Lovin. So we have four white strings. So we have four white strings. What is the source? The source is the fact that the Torah says, Gidilim in the plural. And that is how we need to have four strings. Four strings, which put into a hole doubled over. Again, you take the four strings, you stick them into the corner of the bag, and then you loop it down and come down. So now, effectively, you have eight ends of your strings. Shehem shemayna. Achar shiachnas in the bag and v'yechvleim. After you put it into the garment, and you double it over. Medechsev psil. Because it says psil ke'im psila shu kaful, which means doubled. So the word gidilim and the word psil together teaches us four strings doubled over equaling eight. If you put in more, says the mechaber, quoting the mishtabur and sifkad and samach, it's possible. Misham the cover baal taisif, you're even adding on to a mitzvah. You're not allowed to have more than four strings. But says Mishtabur, a startling fact. And the Gain learns like the Bala Itter, who's a Rishan, a Mubabe, says, Fascinating. The Bala Itter quoted in the Beisasif, and the Gain Baskins like that. You're allowed to have more than four strings. When did the Gemara say it's possible? It's only if you added on another type of string. A different material into your tzitzit strings. But says the Mishtabura quoting the Gain, you're using the regular strings, you're allowed to have as many as you want. Continues the Mishtabura, and brings other Rishonim that agree that you could have more than four strings. 
That if you already made the titties and you cannot fix them, then you're allowed to wear them. Says the Mishnah you should fix it only of four strings, which are eight. And if you have less than four strings, that everyone agrees is possible. So no one says you can have less than four strings equaling eight, but there is a guy in which Mishabura Paskins, but the Abbot certainly will be okay. They are allowed to have more than four strings, and it's not an issue of Baal Taishif. What should he do? Yachtrich, you should cut. Says Mishabura, if God does not make Allah, Ratzalaymar. Lechatrila, Yachtrich, Koi, Dem Shechtam, Mekanov. You have two long strings, you should cut them into four before you put it into the corner, Lechatrila, which is the Magan of Ram, Ubir Agra. How do you cut tzitzit strings? Says Mr. Buro, you should cut it with your teeth and not with a knife. Now, let's take a moment and let's right away go into the deer show over here in this last detail in which he says that you should cut it with a your teeth and not with your knife. Why? Says deer show number 71, quoting the Machsa Shekel, that the reason is because it says, and therefore you should cut it with your teeth. Why? Because your teeth has 32 teeth, like the minion of Chutin in the tzitzis, like the number of tzitzis, the 32 teeth, 32 strings, 8 times 4 is 32, that's what you should cut it with your teeth, and you should not have any iron on it, just like we don't have any iron on the Mizbeach. Now let's just be careful. And he continues over here and he says, this is the reason it says the Kafachayim, that one who wants to shore in the string should also not cut it with a knife and rather with his teeth. What does he mean? And this is also the reason. Because our case of the Mishtabura is not a straight up source. Many people misquote this Mishtabura as saying, here's a source that you're not allowed to cut scissors strings ever with a knife, ever with a metal scissors. It's not true. The Mishtabura here is discussing that when you're creating and making the strings and you have two long strings and you want to cut them into four, which will then be doubled over into eight. On that, says the Mishabura, use your teeth and not a knife. And from there, extrapolates the Kavachayim, that's so too, if you have titsis, you're wearing your titsis right now, and you look down and you realize one of the strings is too long and you want to cut it, you should also not cut it with a knife or scissors, and rather you should use your teeth. And he continue, and, um, and, uh, excuse me, let's skip the parentheses in the Dirshu. Me'idach, he quotes, Habiz Baruch says, only when you're, like I just pointed out, that's when you need to use your teeth, but if you're shortening them, or you're changing them, in the Efshir, if you can use your teeth, you're allowed to use a knife. So what do we just learn? A very important rule. Lechatchila, you don't cut your tzitzis with metal. Lechatchila, you use what? Use your teeth. If you can't use your teeth, they actually nowadays make scissors of marble of the same material as your teeth of non-knife or plastic scissors many people have them in their house for their children a perfect answer plastic scissors you cut your tits with them but it's important to realize that the Mishabura did not just say black on white you're never allowed to cut tits with metal he said when you're creating them which is the source that the base Baruch says that there is a makam to be makal if you can't do it with your teeth and therefore you're allowed to use metal aside for when you're creating the strings let's just go back in the dear shoe for a moment, which over here he says another very interesting detail that when you're making the bracha of this atif batitis on your talus, you should have in mind that the 32 should be 32 pathways of wisdom with her channel through your 32 teeth, and that's a skula that you shouldn't have toothache. So for many of us out there, including myself, that always have tooth issues, what's the itza? The itza is to go 
Says the Kafachayim, when we make our brach of Lisati Batitis, you should have in mind that the strings, the 32, correspond to the 32 teeth, and it should prevent us, Amir Tashem, from having any more toothache. Now let's go back to Sif Yod Gimel. Says the Mechaber, Yizar, once you be careful, you should cut it. And make it that you only that you have the eight ends, the eight strings before you start doing the windings around of the titis. Shem karach afilu cholya echad. You made one cholya. You made one knot, one wrapping. Pirush chiling metis shabin kashli kasher. The cholya is the area between knots. So you put the strings through. You make the first knot tomorrow. Mir Hashem. We'll show more pictures, more visuals. You make the first knot, then you start the windings around. So when you have those first windings around, that's the cholya echad. And then you tie one knot, and then that's basel sharei psil asayim because you made it be basel. Says the Mishnah Bru over here. If you did not cut it before you started making it, I'll call If you did not cut it before you started making it, I'll call So then you still have another chance. So if you put your strings into the bag. And when you put them in, which again is not so common because everyone here is buying regular ready-made strings, and then therefore you're just putting your four strings and doubling it over. But in the case where you'd be making it, that you put your double string in, and now you have to snip the ends to make it that you have the right amount of strings, you should do it before you put it into the baguette. If you're ready, put it into the baguette. Then you can do it after, before you start the windings. Even three windings, which of course, over here, the Mishaburah is teaching us the minimum amount that you would need would have one knot with three windings. Vikasha, Rotalim. If you made the windings and then you made a knot, even only one knot, your biblical commandment has been fulfilled. If you didn't make any knot at all, you put your strings into your baggage. You did three windings around with one knot. Let's say you didn't make that knot, you just made three windings around. Even if you made the first knot before you did the windings, that's not called making titus because without the knot after the windings in the and then you could cut them off. And after the Shabura screams, it says it's not a problem. He says there are those that are machmir. Which if you look at the bottom of your Sharatia, and he says that's Ayla's Tommy, Lavosh Magravam, and the Taz are Khulki. Says Mishabur Lichatzhil and Achalakhim. Lichatzhil, you should be careful. That even if you just made that first now without any windings, you should be careful. But it sounds like in the Psak of the Mishabura, it sounds like you would hold the Fitiyev, it's okay. The secret here is that the Archashokhan disagrees. But then we'll see the dear in a moment that's in the quote of Chazanish as well. But that, the match cause of Kesha Echad Ratzalaymar. Mechamisha Ksharm Shagin Lazarus from the five knots you have to make. Avalim Hu Shtay Pamim Zal Gabzeh. But if you made Avalim Aval Hu Ayashtay Pam Zal Gabzeh, a double knot, Kleman. Tebalava Kalomikishkarik Shayim Miskayim. If you didn't make a double knot, then it's not called a knot because it's not Miskayim. We are running a little bit slow on time, but let's take a moment to go into the dear shoe over here. In which the Dershu says, Dershu note 74, 
in which he says that why do we make all the other knots? It's order to tighten it so that it doesn't get loose. And then he continues in order number 74, quoting a very classical issue, that on Shabbos you realize your end of your titis are loose, the knots are coming out. He quotes a Shulchan that teaches us he's a chayshesh of of chatas for a daraisa, because before you tighten it, it's not a maisa uman, and therefore you should not tighten it. However, he says, you're allowed to wear them, but you should not tighten it. So too, Rosh Hashem Arbach says, similarly, you should not tighten them if it loses up on Shabbos, so too, this is However, if, Kishinifra da Keshra, Achroim Betitis, from this girl, it says, even though you're not allowed to tighten it, like we just said, we're allowed to wear these titis on Shabbos because it's kosher without them. Interesting over here, he quotes from the Shevet Alevi, you know, you're bored in the bathroom and you look down and you say, oh shoot, I noticed that my titis, one of the knots is loose, and instinctively you're learning Yochas titis, and instinctively you go and you tighten them. Says the Shevet Alevi, Mikra Adin, it's not a problem. You didn't say anything, you didn't talk, and therefore, it's not a problem, but he says, Kedai to be Noyer, Kedai Lizar, Vachainu Noyer, the David Levi himself, because at some form we're seeing that every knot is a creation of Titsis, you shouldn't be doing that in the bathroom. Okay, let's continue over here, turning to note number 76, which is that Sharetzian that we said in Machmir, Mizraelah's Tamid, that the Shulchan Aruch says that even if you have one winding, it's going to be okay, let's just skip down, we're low on time, whereas over here he says that the Chazayin Ish says, even Bidyevid, a startling fact, which by the way is also going to teach us a kula. He's a machmer over here with regard to Taslum and Asui that the strings are considered made, but it's also teaching us a kula that at the lowest level, when is your titsis called titsis? When you have that first knot, even without the windings, that's what we see from here. From the Chazayin Ish. Interesting over here. He says, what if you made one knot and then you do some windings? The Mordechai says that that is as well okay because the windings strengthen the knot. Okay, let's go now. We are running out of time. And let's learn Sif Yudal. And again, we're not going to do the whole Sif Yudal. Just half of it tomorrow. We will finish it. Says the Mechaber. You take the four strings from either side and you make two knots, one on top of the other. Then you take the long chut, which we conventionally call the shamish. And you wind it seven times. You make two knots. And then you make more windings. You do that till you have the five double knots. And the four areas in between with windings. And of course, everyone's wondering, what just happened? He just said, make double knot, seven windings, double knot, winding, double knot, winding, double knot, winding, double knot. And he didn't say how many windings even in between. Says the Mechaber, ain't sheer like Rikha. He says, no sheer. Rock, you should be careful. But you should be careful that the entire area that is knotted and wound should be the length of four gedulin, and the empty area should be eight gedulin. As we pointed out, that the loose strings at the end are two-thirds double the area of the strings of the knots and windings at the top. Says the Ramah, If you have long ones, you should have two-thirds and one-third. Just, we're really stopping here according to the Dershu calendar, but let's just point out the question that's bothering everyone. The Machaber continues and gives us the numbers. That what's the Minog? And then 9, and then 11, and then the fourth one. Um, let's try to turn the page over here. Is 13, 
which is 40 in total. Which again, tomorrow, in Mir Tzashem, we'll see more about that. Let's go and let's see the Mishtabur over here. Sif Katan, Samachay, Lekrichais, Ratzalaymer, Leminyin HaKrichais, Vegam, Minyin HaKulios, like Shermay Makivadino. Says Mishtabur, so too, the Natsur Namaki, Rakula Mitzvah Min HaMokhar, that's the choices, Mitzvah to do what he said, Ki Chamisha Ksharim, Remez, what's the five Nats? Remez, Ali Deze, Yizgar, Chamisha Chumshay, Taira. Which equals ten. Rem is the ten spheres, the ten realms of Hashem. So even though the five double knots is not ma'akiv, but it teaches us and reminds us of the chamisha chum sheter, etc. And that which we said in the previous sif, that if you make one knot, it's okay. Let me explain, says the Mishtabura, we're in Sif Katan Samachvav. What does that mean? Should we wound around? And then you should have the loose strands that says Titus. There's no shear to the length. As we said before, you make three windings. Then you make a knot. That works. That's what the Mr. That's what the says What's a classical example? It's You don't have time to finish making your tits for a Shabbos. Mutter, that what should you do? Should make the three windings and one knot. And you can wear them on Shabbos and even make a brach. Says the Mishnah It's better to make the first nat. Like those like we quoted. That's the main nat. As we said, you want to have two thirds and one third. As we've learned that the length is minimum twelve gudalim, canal be sevdalim. Yasadal gudalim gedil shachar akricha, so that should be four. Cheskidun chutin efradim, and eight gudalim is the length of the loose strands at the end. Shkachu noy tzitzis, that's all tzitzis should be beautiful. Valkein and says mishtaburaim also chul yachas berev shabbos imchashicha. Let's you made one winding erev shabbos when it got dark. Sarch lahash lem digachas shabbos. You should finish it after shabbos. Take it, important words. Take it, after Shabbos, you should finish it. There are those that are initial in this. Then it's going to be possible. Arba Gudalin. With the she had been casually catching between each knot the, the size of a gaidel. All the knots should be equal, which again she's night mitzvah. It's a night of everything perfectly and everything in equal uh, proportion. Which we'll see more tomorrow. That the original winding should be a little looser. The latter winding should be more tight, so that they're the same amount. As we run out of time, let's just go to Dirshu over here for one more minute, in which the Dirshu points out in number uh, in number seventy nine something very important. Are you allowed to make titzes at night? And they say based of our Mishnah which says you can finish creating the titzes at night. You do part of it right before Shabbos and take if after Shabbos you finish it. You see you're allowed to do it at night, and so says the Prima Godim. But says the Savior, no, maybe you could argue. 
that from our case is different because you already made the tzitzis before Shabbos and you're only completing it after Shabbos. And so too, the Shevet Alevi says that even according to the Machmirim, if you did part of it, you can finish it at night. However, over here in Dershu, over here, it quotes from the Sefer, Mitzvah's tefillin, that the Chavetz Chaim was asked, you to make it at night, and he said yes. And the Milchaz Yitzchik says, that the Prima Godim says, only lichat, only B'diyavet. However, which is generally the parting answer, the Rachaz Rabbeinu, the Chazinesh, says the name the Chazinesh, Prima Godim says, even lichat chila. So to Rishon says, even lichat chila. So I guess the answer is, you are yes, allowed to make them at night, and it is yes, even lichat chila. Perhaps if one has a question, I can make it right now during the day. Should I wait to make it a night? It sounds like maybe there's a market to be machmir, but again, the Chavetz Chaim, the Primagodim, Chazinesh, are all learning you're allowed to make tits at night. So we'll pick up from here the next year. B'siyata Dishmayo.